Welcome to this month's look at the nursing headlines from Johns Hopkins. I'm Elizabeth Tracy. Thanks, Elizabeth. I'm Trish Davidson from Johns Hopkins. Thanks for this opportunity. You're the dean, of course, and you'd like to be known as Trish, and we'd like to offer you a big Hopkins welcome right now. We're so happy to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. Hopkins is a truly amazing place, and I'm really glad that I made that big decision to move across the world. It was across the world. That's right. I'm not sure if you could get much further from where you started in Australia. It's a long way, but I first came to Hopkins 15 years ago for the Heart Failure Society of America meeting. Well, it was in Baltimore, and I thought, I'm going to go to Johns Hopkins. At that stage of my life, I could have only dreamed of coming to work here, let alone being the dean. So it's very exciting. It's exciting for us all as well. So far since you've been here, what have you observed? I guess coming here, I was very aware of excellence in science, the global orientation. But the thing that has really inspired and motivated me is the students. Just talking to the students is truly phenomenal. And I've always been a bit skeptical about this stereotyping of behaviours for particular generations. But here at the School of Nursing, I find the most committed individuals with such a vision for social justice. I'm truly impressed and humbled by the students here. Oh, what a wonderful thing. Since you've had interactions with the students, and clearly they are the primary focus here, what do you see as needs? Truly, I think one of the things that I've always loved about Hopkins, and I've described it as excellence without elitism, I feel that here you have the cutting edge science, the Nobel Prize winners, but it's also an environment where people across the globe from every social strata, from every racial group are welcome. As the Dean, and I'm sure I share this with my other Dean colleagues, a big part of our job is to make sure that we enable people from all over the world to have a place at Hopkins. So we need resources to be able to ensure that these wonderful people have scholarships that are starting their careers, not being crippled by debt. And also for the young and aspiring students that come here wanting to be researchers, that we pave that way for them. Funding, that's really a tough call right now because clearly it's a changing landscape. It is absolutely a changing landscape. Across the globe, institutions are under increasing financial pressure. But what is one of the really exciting things for nursing as other funding opportunities contract, there's actually many more funding opportunities opening up for nursing. Now that's good news. It is good news. That's largely because many of the problems we face need a multi professional approach. As the population ages, the people with chronic and complex conditions grow, really nursing is coming into its own. A big part of nursing's role is supporting patients and their families in adhering to best treatment recommendations. We're recording today on your accepted students day. So tell me, what's the most important message that you're going to give those students? The message that I will give them is location, location, location. Just as it happens in real estate, that it is about Hopkins. Even though many places talk about interdisciplinary learning, access to scientists, literally here at Hopkins, it's across the street. The students here can just walk across the road, literally, to hear this Nobel Prize winner speak. And then the other things that I think about is the Hopkins people. From the heads of department, from the deans, there is a level of humility. There is certainly a commitment to students the problem that you'll have here is not, can I get people to work with me, is that you'll have too many collaborators and it's like being a kid in a candy store. 
The other thing that I will talk to them is about the fabulous curriculum that we have here. In this era of huge classroom sizes, very much here students have the opportunity to have individualised attention. The people that are teaching them in the classroom are the people writing the textbooks, writing the papers. The other phenomenal thing about Hopkins is our community keeps us grounded. We have such phenomenal need in our local community and so many opportunities to serve. Many of those opportunities that people have 50 years later are truly formative. Excellent. So you have something else that you've prepared for today as well. What is this? One of the things that I'd really like to talk about, which I think is a real advantage of being at Hopkins, is this phenomenal focus that we have on making healthcare safer and more accessible for patients. We know that over 98,000 patients die in hospital each year. Due to medical errors, they're really healthcare errors, challenges and deficiencies in the system. We're really fortunate here at Hopkins to have the world-leading Armstrong Institute across the street, the fabulous leadership of Dr. Peter Pronovost, who's a global leader in this area. And we are very fortunate also to have one of the core faculty members here, Dr. Cheryl Dennison Himmelfarb, who's been doing a phenomenal job in profiling nursing's role in terms of improving patient safety. Because often nurses are the safety net. When good teamwork exists, Everybody has each other's back. That's the sort of culture that we want to develop. We want to develop and prepare a nurse who is adequately versed in science, who knows what best available evidence is, and who can also communicate within the team in a collegial and constructive way to make sure that care is delivered to best meet the needs of the patient. So you have an education effort that you're undertaking with this goal in mind. Yes, but one of the exciting initiatives we have is this massive online learning course, which was first run last year in collaboration between Cheryl Dennison, Himmelfarb, and Peter Pronovos, who did this MOOC that was beamed across the world and really made this information accessible, not just within the confines of this phenomenal institution. So that was amazing that we had so many people pick up that message. And so we're naturally going now into this next expanding this MOOC and it'll be again run by Cheryl and Peter but this time joined by Dr Albert Wu from the School of Public Health who's really going to provide an extended health systems approach to working on quality and safety. Are there any specific objectives you can identify with regard to this particular iteration? I think what we're really trying to do is increase the emphasis on health system factors. In the original MOOC, it was really trying to give the basic principles around quality and safety. And brings us very nicely to the idea that with your global perspective, you're able to educate globally as well as get individuals to practice with a global idea in mind. Yes, yeah, so I think global is now the new buzzword, but if you look back for decades and we see the phenomenal work in the Bloomberg School of Public Health, this global orientation and mission has, from the very beginning, has been really a big part of Hopkins. I'm excited that being here, that I guess I bring a different global orientation. and. For the nursing world, it's been a very strong signal that for this amazing job, this coveted job in the United States, that it actually went to an international person. There is some important aspects of globalisation that are critically important to think about. 
I think we look at things such as drug-resistant tuberculosis, HIV, even just the flu, how catastrophic those health conditions can be. And I think more importantly, the events of September 11 have really shown the whole world that health and economic stability are linked to political stability. We can never have truly a good world for all of us unless we take care of areas of the world that need our assistance. Being an old nurse, I continue to be struck by how disposable everything is. You go into the cath lab and in the old days where you would sterilise every little bit, things just get wrapped up and thrown away. Waste is one of the big challenges we face. And particularly in the developing world, we have equipment in our basements that would be coveted throughout the world. So I think we have a big capacity and responsibility to just not provide aid, but to really help these communities to be sustainable in healthcare. Outstanding. We are so looking forward to seeing how this develops over time. Thank you so much for joining me this month. Oh, it's my pleasure, Elizabeth. Thank you very much. And please, I encourage the audience to follow us on Twitter at JHU Nursing and my Twitter handle at Nursing Dean, hashtag Hopkins Nurses Change the World. Thank you. Thank you.